everybody and welcome back to our 77th podcast episode. Um, it is your hosts, uh, Steffi Wonferder. And Julia. All the there. way over there. Other side. <laughs> and, and, and together we're Derps and Burps, the podcast. And today, maybe if you uh, are watching the video version of the podcast that is, by the way, available on Spotify and on YouTube nowadays, uh, we have a guest today, which is our friend, Druella. Hi, Drew. Hi. <laughs> Hello. And um, we're going to have a really special episode today for the people that are maybe only listen listening to the podcast or are not really part of uh, my community on stream. You probably won't know her yet. Uh, Drew is a pretty big part of my community, I would say, for multiple years. I don't even know. Do you know for how many years you're already in, in the stream? Um, I think I'm a follower since 2015, actually. Jesus Christ. Because wow. the, the first recollection that I have of you, I think, was when you were playing with Mullen in a team and we played against each other. It was like the first memory I think I have of you. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we played train. Exactly. And I got <laughs> fucking smashed by you. You freaking destroyed me. I, I remember it was, a, it was a hard day for me. <laughs> um. So yeah, anyway, Drew is a really big part of our community and we always have really fun, open and really brutally honest conversations on stream about everything from uh gaming up to sexual stuff up to beauty procedures everything that you can imagine i think drew is the only person that i know that's probably more brutally honest when it comes to topics like this than me always always yeah no filter at all um drew is also a part of the lgbtq plus community um so we were also thinking about funny titles today right um and <laughs> came up with the with the title i'm not sure if we're going to use this one but we called it a bi a straight and a trans woman walk into a bar so we're going to see if we're gonna um use this title or not so in case you don't know steffi is bi i'm straight and uh drew is our beautiful trans woman and um as i said she's a really open and brutally honest person so um we're gonna Beyond a lot of other things, we're also going to talk about the whole transgender uh, topic and ask her a few questions that might not be as commonly asked or discussed openly, maybe. I don't know. We're going to see. Um, and I also, you know what? I'm going to just ask you that straight now because that, that I think could be a cool thing if we ever record a second episode, right? Yes. What we could do, if he would be up for that, we could do something like, um, because we have like a anonymous question box where people can submit questions without seeing oh. who leaves those, right? Um, I know that a lot of people are maybe afraid to ask certain questions about sure, the topic. Sure, we can mm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, know where you're going from. Yeah, so maybe if Drew is up for it, you guys could leave if you have any questions regarding Drew um, or the whole transgender topic, LGBTQ+, um, if you have any questions, you can leave <clears throat> them in our anonymous uh, question box that is in our link tree. Um, that we maybe do a second episode if some questions have not been answered and we can mm -hmm. uh, answer together some edgy questions in the second part. Sure. <laughs> but um, before... We we jump way too far ahead, right? So let's start a little bit about uh, you, Drew. Tell us a little bit. Who are you? Where are you coming from? What do you do for work? Uh, maybe how did you get into gaming? That kind of stuff. Tell uh, us a little okay. bit. I am I'm 30 years old. 
I'm from Germany, born and raised here, and I, um, I am a civil servant. I uh, do, how do you say that? I uh, work with sex workers mm -hmm. and they get their work permission from me. Um, it, it works a little bit like that. If you, if you wanna, in my city, if you come here to be a sex worker, you, you have like two official ways to go through. You have to go to one department. Um, I don't, I never know the English term for it. You can Ordnung say it in Sand. German. Ordnungsamt, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, and, I don't and really you know go if there, there's an English word for that. I don't know, mm. too. I, I think there is, but, but no clue. So basically, um, and I work at the public health department, right? And mm -hmm. you, you go to the Ordnungsamt. Maybe mm -hmm. someone knows what the term is. I'm checking right the Regulatory office. office. Oh, regulatory, regulatory office. Apparently. Um, basically, you go there first, and then they send you to, to the public health department to get a house check done, and then you end up with me. And where, where we talk about, about those, those sex workers, and like they, they have to check in with me every three months if they last that long. Because usually sex workers they, who work in brothels and, and stuff are, and are non-German, they... Mm -hmm tend to go where the money is mm -hmm. okay. so so they just go from city to city and see where the money is basically and um they they have to come to me to get their work permit so mm -hmm. i give them a little blue card with their name on it they can choose their name and funny story oh, or it's okay. a fun fact most of them are called maria maria like, oh, Either oh. Maria Magdalena or the mother of Jesus. Who knows? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who knows? But but they want to be called Maria most of the time. It's my second first name. Really? I like it. Really? It's a nice name. Yeah, Julia Maria Kreuzer is my name. Oh, Fun cute. fact, my dad is also called Maria Uwe Maria Kreuzer. That's so interesting. Yeah. Everybody so in the side of my dad has the second name Maria. If I ever have a child, I'm going to do the same. Yep. Gonna keep fit the Maria in there as well. And I'm gonna keep it in mind that they're gonna become a sex worker at one point, potentially. With well, their name. Beautiful they, name. They they are not usually called Maria, but it's their 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 work name, their sex worker name mostly. So so that's what I do for, for a living. So, so do they, they have to fully register though with their passport and everything as well? Yeah, right? Uh, really? they have to register, yes. Mm. If you wanna work uh if you wanna work officially as a sex worker, you have to register. Yes. But not most people probably don't register uh, <clears throat> fully, right? I guess. Like, I'm just thinking, like, if I would be it's like a funny, sex worker. It's funny because we have, we have such a big red light district here where yeah. I live in my town, which is one of the biggest in, in Germany, actually. Mm -hmm. would, would people, nobody, like, uh, like, it's a fun fact that people don't know because they always think about, huh, like, like crazy big cities Hamburg. like Cologne for something. Mm, yeah, Cologne, Hamburg. Hamburg, yeah. But... We actually do have a um, a big red light district too, and uh, we have one big house with like two hundred beds available, where where you can like those those sex workers uh, rent the room. Mm -hmm. I was about to ask, is it's if it's it's the same here, yeah, in Austria. It's a love house. Yeah, yeah. So yeah in love house. Love house. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Where you and, basically uh, rent. Like, for half yeah. an hour, an hour, you're you rent out the house. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you're I mean... mostly self-employed, not all the ways, uh, yeah. because, you know. And the... the, the Do like, you have you to can... write invoices per customer then, technically? Technically, but I don't think those... those... Yeah. I don't know that Practice. much about them, but if they do their taxes, I don't know. 
that actually think about it imagine you have to like write an invoice for each yeah that's interesting so so how do you like imagine you have to put on there oh yeah this was uh uh, uh just oral with here we had some 60 fetish minute blowjob <laughs> bdsm session a 60 three minute blowjob three minute blowjob no, two minute massage <laughs> yeah oh my god that's actually hilarious Im imagine you work like at the text department of your city and you have like an an extra sex worker that's like really like precise with the work and oh. takes like the the it's invoicing just... like really serious that could be fun i guess some people do that actually i that think some people have to. you you should you should like ask around and see if they can maybe send I do you that if they, if they if they do like like well i guess we because we not only have like uh this this love house we we all like our red light district has like i think 16 brothers too mm -hmm. it used to be a little bit have you ever been to hamburg yeah. Right, like district in the city I love used to be like that. It's not like like where you can or in like Amsterdam where where yeah or or the right like district in Amsterdam was very similar to it because mm -hmm. like you you could see the the women in the windows in the windows it's, yeah. it's forbidden uh, uh... uh nowadays because um people got mad and like there was a a legal fight happening so it it's not allowed anymore but it used to be like this year too. Mm hmm. That's and, actually uh, interesting. Yeah, and no, not many people know about this. So uh, I didn't know either. It, to be honest, like if you if you talk about like really, uh, like big cities in Germany that have like big red light districts, as you said, like mm. the first thing you think about is uh, Hamburg with the Reeperbahn, right? Mm. And yeah, Cologne and think, with the Pasha and everything. Isn't I? I never been to Reeperbahn actually before, mm -hmm. but. Aren't women not allowed in there? I think it was male only for quite a while. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, maybe I, maybe I spit maybe I spit a false fact now. But I think that for quite some time, women were not allowed in, in there. It might be like I was there. I don't even know when it was. Like it, it was quite some years ago, and uh, I didn't like walk through the whole city, the, the whole street, but like I walked. Mm -hmm past front of it so i i couldn't even say but i know that there was like the big uh like uh Türsteher, like what is it called like the security dudes that were yeah. standing like everywhere Bodyguards. so it could be but yeah. i didn't really actually it's a good question i mean i guess that in 2023 you can't do that anymore because that would you know I, exactly i, I, I like don't think maybe you could some do that we need some inclusivity women inclusivity. Have fun. yeah exactly yeah. What, if, exactly. what if i want to rent the or have, have some services from a, that's a good business idea do you, do you think there's like is there something like like a uh, female catered to brothels as well no not really i think right? they're for the, at least the brothers i know are like fully catered for men for men right i do think like if you would go there as a woman i think you would get service well. too but i think everything is catered for males for men yeah mm. i guess so I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm I'm actually thinking how how it works. Like let's say let's say I would want to have some sexual services done by a man tonight. I don't even know if I would be able to, to get start. that somewhere. Yeah, probably just go on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Cowboys? Is it cowboy? Do um, we have that? Mm -hmm. Or I'd go to Japan and buy the boyfriend experience kind of thing. You know. <laughs> That, just that get a boyfriend it. pillow. Also, we had a pasha as well in Graz. Really? Uh, mm, it's not. It is not there anymore. 
because they completely ripped off the house and they're building new things there. It's near the oh. train station, the big main train station mm. in Graz. I didn't. I, I, I didn't don't think you one. ever saw it. No, I don't think you you you've seen that. Um, Do you remember the one for, in Feldkirchen where they shot into with the with the rocket launcher? What? No. <laughs> the fuck. Sorry, I'm laughing. It's really fucked up. But uh, we had like in a really small village, like so. One where my ex boyfriend lived, Feldkirchen. Yeah. Like it's a it's, it's a real cuff. Like it's a really small yeah. village kind of thing. Cool. And I have a brothel. And if I remember correctly. The people there were so upset that they have like a very well running brothel there that some crazy dude shot with the rocket launcher into the, the brothel. What's the fuck? Mm, I, 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 need to, I need to Google, but I'm pretty sure I saw that in the newspaper back there. It's been a long time, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the, the research. And if I find mm -hmm. the, the newspaper article, I'm going to put it in there. That's so, that's so interesting. I, I know also like what, what is really popular these days in like brothers is like a sex flat rate. So basically you pay oh, X it's like amount a subscription. of money. Yeah, something like that. Basically you pay X amount of money and you can mm -hmm. choose as many girls as you want. Oh, imagine you have like, let's say you pay like a 500 euro flat fee per month and you can go into the brothel and get the services as many times. Yeah, I, I know one brother that does, uh, you, you can stay for up to four hours and pay 88 euros and you can have sex with as much girls as you want to. Cool. That, yeah. 88 euro, damn. Four, that's, okay. That's, that's kind of cheap, but yeah. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. wanted to say 88, 88 euros for four hours? Mm. I mean, then That's, again, uh, they, they they probably like count on the on the on the men not <laughs> being able being able to last to, that long to, even to use that eight as four hours. Uh, and, and you cannot say that like like um going to a brother is like a thing where which like older men would do. It is it is it got so young like so many young men are going to to have services there like it's it's crazy to me like but then again i think in in a times like this it gets harder to meet some people you know mm. like uh, to meet to meet people to have sex so you only have the internet for it right yeah i mean i mean the 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 other thing as well like obviously like most people go there to actually have sexual services but from from what i've seen like i'm just personally really interested in like a whole variety of topics so i often watch like uh interviews with people that are sex workers or whatever and there's a lot oh. of people that um also say that a lot of their customers actually just want to have some kind of social interaction with people so obviously they have the sexual uh services as well but yeah. some people also just come there to have some kind of human connection as well and just just want to talk first for half an hour before they go to town or whatever afterwards or something like this yeah just yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. helped to get some back scratches you know yeah some cuddles you know like <laughs> exactly. get on that get on that latex bed and just cuddle exactly. yeah spread the oil and let's rub it but it's actually funny that we also do in my city we do have a um how do you call it um a, a, not public red light district like mm -hmm. Straßenstrich. Oh yeah, we have that too at the Bahnhof. Where, yeah, but we have a lot of male prostitutes there. Really? Which is actually okay. really interesting. Yeah, we do have a lot of male prostitutes here. I don't even. I don't really know. Like, I just 
like i know that's like a fucked up thing to say but you know we were young and weird i remember when mm. we when i had like my first driver's license with our like motorcycle kind of thing right y where, you went there to see yeah it's just to see side. who's standing at the side yeah exactly like obviously like but, you're young you're a teenager you're kind of interested and i mm. remember we would just drive through there and see like where who would stand out at the at the roads and um i think from what i remember i mean again that was like you know i'm like 33 now that was when i was 16 so long long time ago decades ago some people may the say decades ago <laughs> like i think i only saw women standing there back then but i haven't it's been also... there in, like, forever I am pretty sure that this is not allowed in Austria anymore. I like think I was never mm -mm. to be on the uh, on the streets. Mm -mm. Mm. Don't think you're yeah, allowed. Yeah, I don't think it's it's allowed here to. I'm not sure actually because the, you cannot get an official permit for it, as far as I know. Because I yeah. only have like people that work work in brothels or that work like self-employed in like these love houses, mm -hmm. and um. So I don't get. I actually had a. I I had a um a a male, uh, prostitute once in front mm -hmm. of me. That um, funnily enough, I um he he outed himself as as a trans person in front of ah, me. Ah, okay. That was, that was very interesting. Okay, so he was not like um living as a woman yet. No, he was not. He was not. He because uh well, I think that's a huge part too. Like mm -hmm. basically, or especially in the male prostitute um, community, I would say mm -hmm. it's like gay for pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. True, true. So, like, not yeah. everyone is like homosexual yeah. or like bisexual. There are yeah. a lot of male prostitutes. The money. Exactly, they're straight. Mm. They like maybe even have a wife and children, but they do it for the money because uh, yeah. there is where the money is no mm. that's actually super interesting so but i think that's like a good topic also to maybe like fall a little bit in transition the, in the transitioning <laughs> uh topic so if you want to obviously um like we talked about it before uh which we are ready that if there's anything that she feels uncomfortable or if there's something again if i phrase something wrong or whatever please call me out at it and tell Just me that i should phrase us. something yeah exactly Trying please educate us um but if you want uh would you want to talk with us a little bit about your whole journey like when did you realize that you were a trans woman that you wanted to indeed transition how did your transition sure. look like how was your journey well um, I, I told you guys before i was living in bavaria for for quite a while um and then you could say it was a little bit like a boarding school mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there was this this guy i was 12 back then and there was this guy who was i think it was the first time he ever saw an, an openly gay uh, gay gay boy mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. was like before then i only came in touch with it for like elder people like i knew that that a friend of mine had a, had an uncle that was gay back then but i mm -hmm. never n knew someone that was around my age that was openly gay yeah. So and I and I I and I got closer with him. Like we ended up. That was my first time. I mean, not my first time as having sex, but like my first time getting intimate with somebody that I found very attractive. So I, so back then I knew that I was a boy, uh, that liked males, but I wasn't very sure about me liking them as a boy because I was always very different. I my my first 
toy I can imagine was like a Barbie doll as Rapunzel. Mm. That oh, was the cute. first. That was the first toy I remember like playing a lot with. Yeah. And um, growing up having having three brothers, uh, that were very 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 heterosexual. I would say like Mescaline, playing football. Yeah. yeah, and I was the 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 odd one out that that loved to dance. That never understood why I cannot wear the same clothes as the girls, you know. Mm. Like I always wanted to have like nice shiny shoes, but mm. I was never allowed to have them. And I and I uh, yeah. So back then, when I was when I was twelve, and I came back home when I was thirteen, I decided, okay, you like boys, but but not as a boy yourself. I started growing my hair. I went to buy clothes in a more feminine way, like not fully female yet but like mm-hmm. i i started to wear like like skinny jeans back then it was very popular to wear skinny yeah, jeans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but like and like uh, having me me and wearing more female clothes like lace stuff like at the top and that's where i never had a coming out as a coming out like i never talked about it with my family because it was a they transitioned with me over the years you know mm-hmm. like they 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 always knew I was different and they always like um yeah grew with me into the female person I am today. Oh, that's beautiful. So mm. so were your parents ever like so it sounds like they were supportive or not uh, then again you said you were not allowed to have shiny shoes. So were they like obviously they were supportive. Yeah. They were really supportive, especially my mom. Like my my my, my dad left when I was uh, three years. Old and and my mom um grew up alone as a single like ra- a single raising mother however mm-hmm. you call it mm-hmm. and um and she she was always very like I was always allowed to go to a dance company and dance she would buy me my the stuff I wanted for like toys like Barbie dolls and shit but I wasn't really allowed to like um wear those those cool shiny ballerinas or something you know the mm. other girls were i wasn't like but because i feel like she was more to to protect me yeah like it was her of being a mom and trying to protect me from the outside world than like actually forbidding me to wear those kind of no. things mm. yeah must that be, was i think yes yeah, i said like that, that's that must be like a a hard thing for both sides you know like obviously you want to be your authentic self and your mom obviously wants to support that but at the same time wants to shield you off because she knows that maybe the outside world is not as supportive as she wants to be right exactly so finding exactly. like the balance there must be it must be really hard and how's and your then, especially back then yeah exactly exactly that was like sort of like when was that like 2006 yeah. around that 2007 mm-hmm. around like at that time even even earlier like i i started dancing when i was six years old mm-hmm. i think that was what uh 2000 mm-hmm. yeah something around that and this wasn't a very open time you know where this yeah. was where you can like be your authentic self with 12 where exactly i mean if you yeah. think about it like the whole top uh topic of uh or or not really a topic, but a whole conversation about um, trans people and making it more normal or normalizing it in the uh, 
time that we are right now it only just happened in the last few years i feel like like that more and more people oh, yes. Yes, in yes, yes, in yes, yes. in like doesn't matter if it's celebrities or online personas or whatever mm. uh, people came out uh publicly and talked about uh, them being trans people starting mm. to um document their transitions online like that's kind of like I, i can just say how how i got in touch with the the whole topic because something that's really like interesting to me as well like i fall i remember i mean i know you're a lot into like beauty and makeup as well like that's also something mm. that we bonded over a lot i think in the beginning because we were I think both so like, too, yeah. we were like both so watching obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to buy like always the newest makeup palettes and mm. uh, had to uh talk about the newest drama in the in the whole makeup community um and i think that was like one of the things where i got really uh in touch with those kind of things like i remember uh for example nikita dragon but uh, in the beginning that was like one of the persons is she, is she? there was even what yeah yeah she's uh she's yeah she's trans, trans person yeah, she's yeah trans. and i think it was like the first time like someone like openly like in my bubble at least or the mm -hmm. things i was very interested in that mm -hmm. was like the same as me like that came that that came out openly and she was just there you know yeah exactly and she was so un unapologetically herself right exactly and that was so refreshing and and not only that but in general like the whole like gender bending non-binary um that, th this whole thing like there was such a huge variety of different people you could see in 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 this community like if you think about somebody like doesn't matter now talking about like let's leave out all the drama and the controversy that a lot of those people went through but like just looking at like the the different characters that you see there like uh jeffree star that is like everything from uh like being un androgynistic is that the word androgynous yeah exactly to being like super fen feminine um mm. calling himself an alien not wanting to be labeled at all then there are uh people like i don't know uh, many mua that is like openly gay always and rocks makeup his, and has yeah a exactly beard. has a beard wears his exactly. makeup then having somebody like uh, james charles right that is like uh uh, uh kind of like just gay looking boyish dude Dream. that then and again fucking wears wigs and out of a sudden looks like the most mm. beautiful woman a out woman, there you can imagine yeah exactly like and and just seeing people expressing themselves in the way that they are comfortable with without mm. necessarily having to label them and seeing also the community always being with people like yeah but what are you now like you're like with many i remember people were like yeah you're wearing makeup but you have a beard like how does that work and then like with james charles i remember like the first time he started wearing wigs yeah. and wearing dresses and stuff and, and then people, people were like, asking him if, if he's trans yeah exactly now. are yeah, you trans, like... trans now like no he just likes to wear wigs and he tries to you know express himself in whatever way you exactly. want and that was some and the same with jeffrey like people wanted like people always want to know a to label, label. A exactly label, yeah. and that is also what's, yeah what's sorry. so yeah. fascinating to me is like <clears throat> when did this switch happen from 70s 80s right everyone was so open about everything men in rock bands and everywhere like men had long hair beautiful hair wore makeup and everything they just looked like 
the fuck they wanted to. Yeah, and oh, then at some point, yeah. Mm. yeah, 70s, 80s, basically. Like, also, it's just what you saw with the celebrities, right? Like, rock mm. bands and everything. I don't know how it actually was in private. Free or, love, like, everybody loved everybody. Mm. But yeah, we were there already, where, like, everyone does the fuck they want like and they dressed like they want and then at some mm. point we went back to hey why are you wearing this as a man what why are you wearing this as a woman like i'm just it's so confusing to me when this switch happened again and why you know what i mean like we were so open already but were we really open the, because i think yeah that's the, the thing i didn't live there then i back, think back then I think what what we saw, like, oh, yeah, they were very, very openly, but it was also the fashion at that time, like men wearing True. long hair, wearing the toes and the seventeen shoulder pads, makeup even. Like for example, mm. if you if you look at some some icons back then, like mm. who who really was openly gay back then? I think the well, only person true. I remember is is uh, Freddie Mercury, right? Yeah, yeah. That was openly gay, but but did mm, Elton John nobody out else? himself back then already? I'm not sure, but I I'm remember sure also. Either. Sorry to interrupt you. I also remember, like for example, now there's like some protests, especially like in America and stuff about like. The, the stupid things like uh yeah uh protect our children from like the trans mm. community or whatever and that was the same in like the 80s and 90s would protect our children from uh the gay community from gay men basically mm. yeah, exactly because yeah, exactly. because back then the aids pandemic happened right yeah yeah and then exactly. it was it was like like protect your children from from those men like don't let them touch you because then yeah. you will die on aids yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's kind of yeah. It's it's kind of so sad for me um, to to see that happen more or less again. Like again, as Drew said back then, it was also like the whole topic with like AIDS and so on. But in the end, I think it was mostly just people being afraid of a, a concept that they didn't understand because not everybody can identify with that or felt comfortable because they didn't have the knowledge or didn't understand mm. um those kind of things and i think that is such such a sad thing but yeah what i what i wanted to come back to is um the whole situation with labels right so as i said like mm -hmm. i think for me that was the th like the whole makeup community and th this time in like the two 2000s like i don't even remember when it when did it start like 2010 ish yeah, around that. 14, 15. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I think that the peak of that time was like, was like 16. Yeah. Before exactly. drama get on happens. Exactly. Like, now, <laughs> like, we don't have to talk about this whole drama, but that for no, me was like kind of the, the whole introduction into like a whole new world mm. of different type of people that just express themselves the way they wanted. And for me, I don't know why, maybe because my, my parents were really non-judgmental when it comes to those kind of things. They always let me play with what I want and they never really cared if I played with boy stuff. Like I was always into video games. I wanted to learn how to skateboard. I remember when I was like, uh, I don't know, 12 or something like that. I <laughs> I wanted to have, uh, no, no, no. When was exactly when I switched schools, you know, when you switch from like primary school to like your first middle school, school? Middle yeah, school yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wanted, I had the idea back then because I was really not popular in, in mm -hmm. primary school. And I was like, okay, when I start the new school, I can reinvent myself, right? Like I can make a new persona if I want. 
And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and for me, for example, back then, it was like, I'm going to be the skater girl. So I went mm. to our local skater shop. I got, I think we talked about that once. Uh, I called them the deadlift die Soosthosen. Do you remember, like, the dance Oh, that, with, like, yes, the strings, yeah, 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 like yes. The super wide pants. I remember, with the I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Everyone wore those. Everyone yeah. wore mm -hmm. those. So I was like, Mom, I need those pants. I went to the skate shop. I bought like the biggest, uh, what was it called? DC skate shoes that are like super huge and like bulky. And then I remember having I had like my tank DC's top matches. and like a tie because I wanted to be like Avril Levine. And then I put like my, mm. that's when I started with my eyeliner and stuff and like this. The side part, and that was like, so, and again, like, I was playing a shit ton of video games. I always walked around with my Game Boy, and I wanted to have consoles and all that kind of stuff. But then on the other hand, I also wanted to go to a fashion school. And, you know, like, my parents were always super, super open to mm. let me explore whatever I wanted without being judgmental in a sense of, like, oh, yeah, but you are a girl, so you should be more interested in that. And so, then, yeah. Exactly. So I was luckily always super, super open with those kind of things. And for me, it was just so interesting in this whole makeup community of, of just people exploring so many different sides of themselves. Mm -hmm. And for me, I... I was super confused then when there was, like, all those labels and people wanted to force people into labels right being like oh yeah but who are you now what are you now like if if you wear this you need to be that you know and that is still happening today exactly like, mm. that's what i think personally it might be a controversial opinion based mm -hmm. spe specifically about the lgbtq community like you fought so hard to get out of this drawer thinking like yeah. like yeah. to put yourself it back into there. another one exactly yeah. with all those labels like why can i not be just a human you know yeah. like yeah. why why do i have to label myself as a as a trans woman now and then yeah. like uh why and like basically they're all fighting with each other like like lesbian lesbians find bisexual women because they think like uh you know like they always go back to penises or something like mm. such a dump topics and dumb fights within the community that is mm. like that yeah, or like oh yeah you're not a real bi woman if you're dating a man currently you're like yeah, or yeah yeah you're not have a you real ever lesbian. been with not a woman a before no, you can yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you exactly. yeah, yeah. you're not a real lesbian and that's so odd to me like like why fight something like this when when you as a community should give yourself a safe space you know for no, yeah. everyone like everyone that's different, you, you like you fought for it. Like our our ancestors fought mm. for it so hard to get out of this drawer thinking to put yourself back into it. That makes no sense to me. No, yeah. no. It's also very hard for me to like uh, see la labeling or anything because it's similar to Julia. Like my parents never labeled me, and I never mm. never labeled them, no matter what I did or what I wore or what I wanted to, like, same with the skateboarding. I told my dad that I want to have a skateboard. And he was like, yeah, if you save the money you get from us and you have enough money, you can buy it. And there was never, like, this question or discussion of, yeah, but only guys do, like, skateboarding or anything. Mm -hmm. They didn't give a fuck about this. It, it was more like of the things that made me happy, right? Or about the things that made me happy. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to skateboard and if I can afford it myself then you can just buy them, it yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly and i never had this like my parents never said you have to wear this you have to wear that or 
I never I was never put into a drawer. So I cannot like vibe with with the labeling nowadays mm. because I grew up so like supportive and open. It's like whatever you do, you do. And also with the Oh yeah. With the LGBTQ community, I like it was when I moved to Graz, I got more into like the bubble because my best friend lives here or lived here back then already. And we got to know a lot of people also from the events in Austria and Felden, the Pink Lake Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got to know a lot of people that were also in Graz. So I got into this mm. 2013, I guess. <clears throat> and I was always part of it. We were partying together. Everyone wore the fuck they wanted to. They wore makeup. Like, nobody cared. You look gorgeous, exactly. you know? Exactly. That was, that's about it. I like mean, that's being the thing. unapologetic you is like the yeah. best thing that you can yeah. do, you know, like stop labeling yourself, like just be you. And mm. I think like one reason why humankind in general needs labels is just to understand exactly. themselves yeah. more, yeah. you know, like they need same with religion or no matter what it is, mm. you just, you just need or want some labels to see that you're not alone with this, for example, things like that. And yeah. then as soon as it gets like obsessive or you know what I mean? It's too much. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, yeah. A, that's a huge problem that, that people or, or the human kind need something to grab onto. Yeah. And that's yeah. my labels Always. happen. Always. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like, it's it's so hard like obviously you can t talk about labels in so many different ways like mm. it can be obviously doesn't matter if it's like gender related sexuality related it can be also just by hobbies you know like mm. i i'm a gamer but i i also love gardening i also like everything diy i love cooking mm. you know and i mean i know that it's maybe like a fucked up Com like comparison like i know it's not on the same level but for me just because i'm one of those things doesn't mean i cannot be part of a different group thing. as well right just one thing doesn't yeah. exclude the other um so i think steffi brought up like a good point as well with the whole um uh people need labels to feel more comfortable or, or understanding stuff and i think it's technically it's a really good thing that so many people want to be educated and want to learn and want to know like mm. what is what uh, how does it work what does which label include and so on so technically mm. i think most of the people have good intentions behind those kind of uh, questions or labels oh yes that 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 brings up a huge topic like for mm -hmm. example um pronouns Oh, that's yeah. a huge, mm. that's a huge, huge topic nowadays in the LGBTQ community. And I mm. always say to people, like, I had that, I had a, I had a, um, I had a, um, how do you call it? Something happening. I was at a house party, like, by uh, last year, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, we were standing in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, I was talking to some friends. And all of a sudden, two, three other people walk in. And, like, the, the dude next to me. He was like, yo, and like was screaming and called out a male name. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then this person, obviously not very male-ish, mm -hmm. comes up and slaps him. Okay. And be like, I'm not going by that name anymore. I am so-and-so. Oh, okay. But the to, to give more context is that, that the guy that calls out the name hasn't seen that person in six years. 
Yeah. How oh, should he know? So exactly. He didn't know the how sh- exactly. Mm. How should he know? So I think that was very overreactive from that trans person. Mm. I, I understand like, that it can be triggering clearly, but of course, how should he know? Exactly. How should he know? And mm. I know that many trans people are very, very sensitive about their their mm. male or female name. You know, their old like names, for yeah. example, exactly their old names, their old house. And um, for me, it was never a problem. Like obviously at work when i when i uh, have a phone call with somebody and they call me sir or something mm. it happens still mm. like um, you can you can hear that my voice is not very female but i don't i don't care i don't you know I'm... and and so but i know quite a lot of women with deeper voices so i like i'm i don't yeah, know I, some... I think i think I it's really hard to assume somebody's yeah. gender by a voice yeah. I mean yeah. I don't know for me it's also like depending even if you just compare for example Steffi and my voice in English and in German they sound so different oh I, yeah I think when when you guys talk talk German it's always a tad higher yeah it's English. way higher yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, voice yeah. is so much yeah. deeper yeah. when I speak English <laughs> than, than German for no mm-hmm. reason yeah. so it's so, so like I don't, I don't know and it's such a hard thing like it's it's the same when I don't know, a boy uh, goes into puberty and the voice starts cracking. Like, yeah. it, it changes so fast. Like, it, you you hear people, like, in video games, for example. Um, for example, I don't know if you saw uh, the the young kid that I used to play with now a few days. Like, I... Oh, Bart, Bart something? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's, uh, he's, I think he's 12 or something like that, or 13, yeah, I'm not people, sure. Yeah, people and ask they're in bullying. the chat, like, yeah, yeah like, like, oh, I know, I girl, I see. Yeah, like, and I'm like, it's the most normal thing yeah. that he goes to puberty mm. or whatever. And I think it's so hard to, to even gender people just mm. by their voice. And... And I I'm, think I don't even have a manly voice. No, not at like all. For mm-hmm. me, I I don't think I have Mm-mm. a manly voice. But but people do assume. Like for example, mm-hmm. I was. Of course, I I do have a beard, and I you see my beard shirt because I'm so so like covering it takes a lot of time. Like I don't mm-hmm. do that very often because it's like oh, and I do get lasering done. But like I I, I as I said. Uh, before this i was dog sitting roxy's dog and i came home and obviously i wasn't shaved and uh, but i still wore i wore a skirt like my, mm-hmm. my daily what, what i wear you know mm-hmm. and then i was standing at the train station and then two dudes come up and uh obviously from behind they do look very appealing and then he he turned to me and he wanted to say something and then he's like oh my god you're a dude i'm like oh so what Mm. I don't understand <laughs> why people have to like, like, why is that a conversation started? Like, why, why does it, why is it anybody's exactly. concern? Like, I think he he looked at me the way he can like flirt with a with a girl mm. or something, and then he looked at me like, oh my god, you're a boy, and I was like, oh, no he, shit, Sherlock. He probably <sighs> got like, he's probably confused by himself. <clears throat> he's like, oh no, exactly. my masculinity. <laughs> Exactly, probably, mm-hmm. probably very endangered. <laughs> His species is endangered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I'm attracted to somebody <laughs> that has facial hair. Oh no, they honestly like I have yeah. to. I have to, for example, I have to shave my 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 mustache all the time because I have like a, my grandma was Italian, right? So I get oh, so do you have a dark mustache? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I look like a twelve year old boy if I if I don't shave my upper lip. It's also very funny that 
I have three brothers, right? And mm -hmm. they're all blonde. No beard, nothing. No and then there's me. Oh, the one person the one that, that doesn't beard? needs it at all. I have oh, dark man. hair. Oh, I have a, I used to have like this great, like every male uh, would be so freaking jealous of it. I had like the biggest beard ever, like so dark, so rich, so strong. Like the mm -hmm. hairs were so strong. That's why I, I get laser done. And I had uh, so far, I had 32 appointments. Oh, wow. Because my, my beard was so strong and the mm. hair was so thick. I must be painful and, as well, right? To get it. Yeah, um... especially upper lip was so mm. painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. I'm not done yet. They say they need around another 20 hittings oh, for wow. it to be like fully gone. Yeah. With like during which time did you have the 32? appointments um, like over a year or how uh, no, no, no 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 i, I, I started yeah, yeah, yeah i even had fun. a break between it i like i started mm -hmm. i started when i was 20 or something mm -hmm. and i did like the first 20 sittings in in the same year <laughs> oh, and wow. then i took a break for two years and then uh like recently i i went to get the, the another 12 done so like every six to eight weeks because mm -hmm. your, your you hair need to wait to in between in exactly yeah. Yeah. the follicles need to yeah they need yeah. to fall out then the next cycle needs to start because it's always like what is it like it's like a three i think from what i remember because i used to do like the lasering under my armpits before oh yeah yeah they're, they're like like yeah yeah because not like all you of have your hair three follicles. circles i think yeah. like yeah, it's, exactly, uh, yeah. you, you you laser the first ones fall out, then a second batch comes like after it needs to fall out. Exactly, and I think exactly. you have like three different cycles that can come out mm, and then you need to hit yeah. every cir circle a few times or something like that. I'm, yes. I'm not <laughs> yes, 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 okay. yes, And exactly. I think like facial hair is even like more prominent because it's like obviously way more dense than for example. Even if you had like such dark hair as I do, it's like the lasering is like even better than because it have like like people with like light hair have like the problem. Laser is not really working, working oh, yeah, that because... good on mm. bright hair, and uh, so so they get like I think it's called electrolysis or something. Electrolysis, which is basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, electrolysis. Basically, it, yeah. yeah, basically a, a small long needle that they have to put in your follicle to like electrocuted mm. and that for me is like i'm so happy that i don't have to do that because the laser yeah. is working so wonderfully for it's me it's way faster so the pain is only for like a shorter duration of time yeah and, with uh, and exactly i also have i only have beard shadow like around my chin area and my upper lips like there's nothing here anymore because yeah. there's no mm -hmm. no there's no more hairs there <clears throat> the hairs that do still grow there basically have like no melanin that grow like oh, nice like basically like like a little nope. glass noodle oh. like they, they come out like some hairs do come out but they don't have color they're like okay. see-through yeah. that's nice yeah. though that's nice so you're gonna get rid of that soon too nice do you do you want to talk maybe a little bit about your uh transition uh, more because you start sure. talking about like um meeting that first uh openly gay friend when you mm -hmm. like were like 12 13 oh, we were, and i think we were, then we, were. we went a little bit off of off, off topic of, yeah, yeah off topic like we always do when we talk um, <laughs> so so i met him and it, it wasn't my first like a uh, sexual that like, nothing happened but like mm -hmm. we were laying in bed and i somehow like the i cannot tell you exactly how it worked how how it went down but all of the sudden i was on him mm -hmm. Like, 
like you could you could literally like a scene from a movie like i hold his hands like up and like was sitting on him like mm-hmm. and, and i was 12 back then like i was super how do you call it like like good developed i guess <laughs> like with 12 like i knew exactly yeah. what i wanted you know mm-hmm. nothing More happened early. though yeah, I was really early. Nothing happened though. We we stopped at the right moment, I I think, which was good back then. But like, I knew exactly what I wanted back then. Like, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to be that I that I like boys. I think boys are like more attractive to to me than than women are. I think mm-hmm. women are very beautiful, but not in a sexual sexual way. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so so then I got home and uh, I I cha- obviously as I talked. Uh, before about it, I changed my appearance. I grew my hair. I mm-hmm. shopped clothing, and then kind of the years went by. And to give a little bit more knowledge, like some of you may know, I was uh, always the fat kid. I was really obese, and um, so I I got got um, therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you you need to have therapy in order for you to. Uh, get hormones and back then it was a little bit different like today as it is now you need to have three sittings or four three or four sittings with your therapy and then they can write you um basically ein Gutachten. i don't know the english mm-hmm. term yeah, uh-huh. yeah. um for you to go to you to your hormone doctor and andro andro i don't know yeah yeah but we know what you meant yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly, and to um, then prescribe you like the blockers or the the the, the, the hormones, hormones that you need, yeah. Exactly, and I took hormones back then, but I couldn't mm-hmm. take blockers because I was fat, oh, and okay. uh, the the blockers are like very very thrombosefördernd. So oh sorry. yeah, you get, so yeah, many yeah, times. No, no, yeah. Uh, so and, you so you from have a, the risk of getting blood clots if you exactly, would take them. Exactly, no. and and uh, from a from a doctor's standpoint, they were like, no, we cannot prescribe you that because you're mm-hmm. very obese. Like, come back when you when you're a little bit like slimmer, and then we can talk about it again. So I started my my transition off of hormones only, like a, okay. mm-hmm. no testosterone blockers, only hormones. That's what I. That's what I took, and I took a cream. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I take um, I take pills, mm-hmm. but I used to start with a with a, a cream, which is basically, um, which is even a better way, I would say. But uh, because the the skin absorbs it better than mm-hmm. the um, than if you take it orally, like pills. So uh, I was, I, but I, I, it was a happy feeling, you know. I finally started to to like. I didn't see it. You you don't see a change directly, but I was very mm. happy. Like you know, the, it was a step in the right direction. Mm. With like nineteen, yeah. there was a long time, like from from like fourteen to nineteen, where nothing really happened with me yeah. because my mom always said like, you should know yourself what you're doing. Like I don't wanna like be part, like not be part of it, but like decide for you yeah, yeah you know like yeah. your, your parents can do that yeah. exactly like nowadays like you can you can start uh like hormone therapy and like um puberty blockers well, and stuff like that exactly right? very very, very mm-hmm. early exactly but my mom was always like i want you to decide what's best for you so i don't want to decide it for you you know, like, because she had to give permission then until I was 18. No. And mm-hmm. she was always like, no, I don't want to do that. You you should do it yourself when you're old enough. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think I needed it. I think that was the right decision for me, mom. Yeah, I just I wanted am... to ask, uh, was it for you also the right decision? 
I think so. I think so. Waiting and like get to know myself, get to know my body even more. Yeah. Like um, and and even though it's a it's a male body, right? But but still get to know more about it and like have sexual experience too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was very necessary for me in order to know that I do not wanna wanna be a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you said there was no no real coming out with your parents, right? Because no, you no. were always like for you it was like a a journey that you went on really really early in the way that you de- developed yourself and and changed yourself to become the person that you are today, mm. kind of in a, in a natural way, right? So when so so for you was it was it harder for you to um tell people around you how you f- how you see yourself or who you are for yourself or was it harder for yourself to to realize it for yourself or like come out towards yourself like hey maybe I'm not a a, a gay man maybe I'm I'm a woman living in in a male body like no i don't think i didn't think nothing of it because the people as i said before like they grew with me you know mm-hmm. like they were mm-hmm. always on the journey with me they they knew exactly something was not a, a up par with like being a, a normal boy because mm-hmm. i grew my hair so i never really came out but they but they were always with me on their journey of me changing slowly myself yeah. so mm-hmm. so i never had to i don't think i never needed to out myself to say like openly like like okay i come out of the closet now and be like here i am i'm a proud trans woman but mm-hmm. i never needed to do that because they they were always with me on my journey and i was like from 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 being a child that, that loved to play with barbie dolls to to being more and more feminine and wearing mm-hmm. feminine clothing i think i never needed this outing and i think i'm very happy with that never needing to to out myself and i'm so 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 how do you call it like I, I uh, take my hat off for those people that do this and like get like the the worst reaction ever possible because I never had that. I can always say like I have the empathy towards them, but I never knew it myself no. because I never had. You ne- never, never had, had to hide yourself, basically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's really beautiful, though, that you had such a such a open upbringing from everybody around you. Um, yeah, because the 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 the. Because my my family obviously had a lot of gay people before it, but like it was never questioning that. Like uh, even with three brothers, they were like never that uh, harsh about it. And also with like my That's surroundings, beautiful. like and was never bullied. I was never bullied. Like people tried it obviously and called me like that one fat gay kid or something. Mm. Uh, I mean, but it, but it was for me. I think I had such a huge self confidence about it that mm. it like never bothered me. You know, oh, like so nice. I was always like, let them talk. Like I yeah. know what I'm worth, and I yeah. know what I want to become. So so, I'm not letting those idiots bring me down. Yeah, like, yeah it's also like one of the yeah. first things I noticed about you. Like when when I when I met you first, like you were you were straight till this point. I think. Uh, one of the persons that I know that has like the the biggest self confidence, like yeah, I'm always or, or, very like, unapologetically. Yeah, mean. like I think I think <laughs> I think self worth is maybe maybe even a better word than confidence because like you always knew yeah. exactly who you were, and and you didn't care about what other mm. other people would think about you because you knew your value and, and it wouldn't change what other people say about it. Yeah, right. and, and that brings us to a topic to the time when we met obviously mm-hmm. like 
Oh, I yeah. would say like this is this Good is transition. actually a coming out. This is actually this is actually a coming out in some sort for like people that know me but never knew I was trans. Like oh, they, yeah. they they would think I'm a woman or some sort, which is just a deep voice. But but I think like many people don't know that that I'm I'm a trans woman. Yeah, I think mm. I think uh, Drew, we, we both talked about it. Um, what we're talking about now, maybe a little bit more, is um, when it comes to the whole uh, uh, gaming community, right? So Drew has been playing for years, uh, Counter Strike, now also Valorant, and you've been really active. You've been a big active part of the uh, female CS community, and I also in the Valorant so, yes. one, right? And um, that was that was a topic. Like I think I only found out that you were trans. Because I said it this in your year? chat. Yeah, I think was it yeah, this year? Yeah, I said it. I think it was last year. Somewhere oh, last around. year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said it. Like in I, chat, I yeah. never knew either. Like I never, never, it never came to my mind. I don't know. Like for me, yeah, you were always real, and it was never the the topic or anything. Um. So yeah, that is that's the one thing where you were not very. Really... Yeah. So so very, what was it? What was it that 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 scared you about? Being like I think opening right, trends in the, I, in the I, female I said community. That earlier. I'm, I'm not afraid to call out. So you don't have to say the names, but just I mean, like it was a bad experience. Exactly, it was a bad had, experience right? back then when when there was a few, the first female hub in mm -hmm. CS:GO that um, our dear friend Project Solo created, mm -hmm. and um, I was in a team with with basically I didn't know anyone back then. I just played mm -hmm. because I had fun, right? Mm -hmm. And I basically only knew you and, and Malin because I mm -hmm. used to watch your streams. And um, I had this experience that that some girl would like give me a call and be like, uh, I don't know exactly what she said anymore, unfortunately, mm. but she said something about me being a boy. Okay. Which which was that was so shocking to me, and I didn't know what to say about it, and mm. because I obviously never wanted to see as a boy, never wanted to be seen as a boy, because mm. for me I wasn't a boy. I'm not yeah. a boy. And uh, that made me so scared of of like being open about me being trans that I never really talked about it, that I never, that I, every yeah, time you never had to talk about it in your real life before, right? Because, because you I, were exactly, always, so, I never yeah. had to talk about me being, be a, what well, I mean, obviously I had to talk about it in my, like, in our work related yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. But of like, course, it was but... never a, never a, a problem for anybody else and then mm. all of a sudden i get called out like this and like in, in a really mean way too and mm. then the girls were laughing about it too in 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 the team i was like i felt so disgusted by myself that i would never really again talk about it no like it, it wasn't for me it was like i wouldn't stand up and go away from the pussy and cry i just felt disgusted it, it wasn't even sad about it but i was just disgusted at myself for 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 that reason and that i felt this way because uh i was different i was not mm. a cis female player that because there was mm. nobody else around yeah, nobody yeah. else was openly uh trends until a certain point where, yeah. where like two or three other uh girls joined the community and the the cs community then there was only me and i, I think didn't it was just really valorant where there was like more openly I, trans people in the yeah but i think the... we do had some some sort of like in the in the female hub in CSGO yeah, we had we like, had... yeah we had a handful yeah. I, I remember when uh because obviously there's also like an interesting topic because obviously with the female hub for example um we had to establish rules right like who can be 
mm. in the hub and where where is it gonna be like the line drawn between like who who can join and who cannot right so there's also a topic that is like um a hard one because obviously you want to be inclusive you want to give people a safe space right mm. but um we we talked about it earlier um a little bit as well there's also people that want to abuse exactly that Bent. gray yeah. area where they're yeah. like yeah okay but um what if i uh, i i want to join this tournament too just to troll right clearly and then yeah. maybe shining a bad light onto people out of the trans community that just want to be part of the community that they obviously belong into right yeah. so um and that is that is a really hard topic um to to talk about because obviously um if if you're a, a normal uh, like an, a normal part of the community already right and mm -hmm. then you need to bring up like oh yeah by the way i'm trans you know it was never a topic before but just so you guys know right like it's like yeah but it kind of doesn't change anything or does it and then there's people that for them it changed something like i can only imagine how 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 hard that topic needs to be because like it doesn't change anything about the person that you are right like exactly. it, it, it doesn't change anything just yeah i don't know it for, no. for me i don't i know it's i i do understand that there needs to be a line drawn of, uh, so for what, what people don't know, like for example, in uh, female tournaments, what we what we used to do back then, just to be sure that is the actual people playing, and it's not have your uh, cam on. Exactly, we had to have our cameras mm. on to play mm -hmm. to see that it's actually the girls that are playing. Because what happened used uh, what used to happen back then was that, for example, um, people that had uh, boyfriends that played like in in higher leagues, they were like in tier two, three teams. Um, mm -hmm. They were playing instead of For their the girls, girlfriends yeah. in the female league, which still oh. happens apparently. It still Even happens, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's it, and crazy. it's and it's a fucked up thing. Um, that mm. you even have to control those kind of things and then there were things happening as well where there were um men f that were playing like i don't know tier three counter-strike or, or valorant mm. or whatever they were like oh yeah um we we're not successful in the normal male leagues so we just want to join into a smaller community yeah. of the female gaming uh bubble and even though they have absolutely nothing to do with the trans uh, community they're not really trans women they just want to abuse that and be like oh yeah i identify as a woman now so i will mm. play in this tournament yeah and that is where it's really hard to draw the line because like obviously you want to be inclusive towards trans women but you also need to protect the community of women yeah. to not exactly. have assholes like this that just want to troll around and 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 fuck up the community. And that's as you said, a very fine line. Like, how do you do you go on and do that? Like, how will you find out that this is a trans person exactly. of some sort and, yeah. and not just a boy trying to prove a point here? Exactly. And and the, the the issue the issue is like obviously if you say for example yeah the line is that you need to be on paper um, a woman in your passport or whatever mm. like I mean you know probably yourself that for many people that is a journey that takes like years right till you can change your passport for example from, from oh, yeah. male to I female there was a um, back then I think there was this one um, tournament that actually required me to send in my passport mm -hmm. for me to say that I'm a woman, even though I was a trans woman back then, yeah. but still, 
that will that does little thing which is funny to me because like my passport um does not say that i'm male or female it's only the the how do you call it the um one way you can travel far with mm-hmm. as a pass yeah, that's, that's the just... only thing that that says um male, male female, or female or diverse yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can nowadays do diverse too i think yeah but that's the only thing that says it and like not everyone has such a passport exactly and and that's mm. the thing like where do you where do you pull that line do you, do you say you need the exactly. passport that says that do you want like uh 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 from from a, a therapist like some kind of proof that they are mm. on the journey to transition like wh- where do you pull that line and um that is first of all something i think that is really hard to figure out to make it fair and to protect and also, the community for where, both sides you know exactly I mean? where mm. is it not like really where, where is it not stepping a, a step too far like yeah. not crossing which, a line for the, which for, direction? The, yeah. for the trans yeah. people right where is it not crossing a line from what you want to want to get to 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 like confirm that this person is a re- like real trans person yeah and and that's the thing like what what defines exactly what defines real. being yeah. trans and real exactly and there, there we go back to labeling and, and and the problem is as well that um nowadays it's a it's a really hard topic to talk about and i'm actually also really interested of, of the comments later on on this episode because bringing up topics like this i think is is an important thing right like to mm-hmm. to have Very this much. conversation of defining clear lines but also how do you do this without getting completely destroyed online or exactly. called uh, 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 whatever folk, you know, what, because it can go in both directions, right? Yes, right? Unfortunately, unfortunately. Unfortunately, and nowadays it's so hard to have a normal conversation about an important topic that should be mm. important for whatever whatever uh side you're standing on a side that sounds so stupid like that alone having to yeah, say on yeah. which side you stand on is already like such a stupid uh, when there shouldn't learning. be any sides exactly all. exactly yeah. um so yeah it's it's really really hard that nowadays you can't even have a conversation on that topic that has to mm. be had um without being afraid or like walking on eggshells you know like you have to think mm. about like every little little thing yeah um, that is the pronoun face, thing that yeah. is the pronoun thing that i was talking earlier about it because like what i what i g- tell people nowadays is like for me it doesn't matter what pronoun you use like like i i am not the one to judge if you say she her or he him like i am i don't i don't really care but that that's why i always say like i'm a very how do you call it, like a uh uh stress-free trans person because i don't really care what pronouns you use i'm a mm. human that's that's all that matters to me exactly yeah. and and um with that with that um example i gave with that boy that called out the wrong name right like they think like the more open we get the more sensitive it also gets like yeah. like that's why i always tell people like just ask before ask yeah. for their pronouns that's the, the that's the first question just just ask away and then you can avoid all the unnecessary drama that happens from it if you After, use the yeah. wrong pronouns mm. i mean is I there was... is there anything sorry Shefie, ju- just one thing all right no actually stuff you start otherwise i'm gonna i was thinking about that as well especially when twitter like introduced it instagram introduced it as well with the pronouns right um 
and then I was going for a walk and I would prefer like my preferable option would be call everyone human yes. and then it's a, if someone wants me to use the correct pronouns you just tell me so mm. you as you said you can't like hurt anyone okay. or you yeah. can't use the wrong pronouns and then I was thinking when I was walking around you get to like interact indirectly with so many people on a daily basis right on the streets no matter if you do groceries if you go for walkies whatever it is and I do not know any of their pronouns at all because I'm not like interacting with this person mm. per se like one-on-one -on -one interaction so I don't care about it because they're human and the same for me is with the internet like I don't it would be like if people run around outside like in black mirror and you see popping up everyone's pronouns so you can't offend anyone apple you know vision, what I mean apple, apple vision soon Steffi exactly so yeah I know so what I want is just to have a neutral word hello my name every is human being like hello <laughs> human and then you know what I mean so yeah I, I, yeah I That's think what I just wanted to bring up. Yeah. That's how I saw it outside, like when I was walking, came up. I think my, my my biggest issue is, for example, like I want to be really inclusive and neutral or respectful to everybody because mm. I I literally like I have no problem with anybody. I want to be like like I can just notice myself. Yeah, exactly. N not really Switzerland because like I I support everybody in wanting to be their most authentic self right mm. like why wouldn't i want everybody to be happy in their own body and mind um like why wouldn't i want this but i i just noticed it in this episode myself and i usually don't really struggle uh, struggle as much with how i tracing how i how i uh form a sentence right but i mm. noticed especially in this episode how I notice myself saying something wrong. I'd be like, oh shit, if somebody listens to this, this could sound really offensive if taken out of context. And I want to be, like, I'm a person, I'm, I, I hope you know that and most people out there know that, that I'm an ally and I literally, like, support and I, I'm your biggest cheerleader out there, right? But mm. I myself, as somebody that supports everybody, I'm so afraid to make mistakes or step mm. on anybody's toes. Um especially nowadays on the internet mm. that you know sometimes even when it comes to discussions i choose to not interact with certain discussions because i know that i somehow gonna fuck up and then offend somebody oh yeah if that makes sense you know what i mean but that's that's such a wrong that's such a wrong thinking because you can only like you, you, you can us as a as a as a community a community cannot demand something like you cannot demand for people to educate themselves like you educate them like mm -hmm. i tell you what pronouns i use i tell you what i go by am i a trans woman is i am i a transgender whatever you know am i am i just a alien myself like i educate you first so you can can spread the word to other people and be like yeah. helpful and resourceful to other people that don't know about it you know no. but but nowadays everyone is so sensitive about everything so so mm. the and cancel culture is a huge thing right mm. where, where like you get canceled for basically everything these days no mm. no so that that's the only thing that that i really struggle like if if i want to be supportive like which i want to be right um, how can I, I be supportive how can i be supportive mm. without at the same time being afraid that i say something wrong 
because like i feel i i'm already somewhat educated on the topic right like i'm not mm -hmm. i'm obviously um there's always more that can be done and that can be educated on right but i feel like i have a, a, a pretty good knowledge about the topic but um again obviously there's always so much more that can be done but how how yeah. do i how do i uh how can i be more supportive without the fear of stepping on somebody to somebody's toes right and obviously that like that's a that's a answer that that will look different or like the answer to this question will be different from everybody that you talk with right? exactly exactly and i think like what we are julia or how we label us in this case is mm -hmm. we see people for who they are and that is an important thing you know what i mean like yeah, see the soul of it. see the soul of a person. Exactly. You don't, I, yeah. And I say that over and over again, and I know that is, I know a lot of people take that a very wrong way or offensive mm. or whatever. But for me, the way I see it is, I don't care what you live with yourself, how you live, wh whatever it is that makes you happy, as long as happy, you don't hurt yeah. anybody else. And if you bring the like the respect you're gonna bring towards me, I'm gonna bring towards you, right? And and you can be yourself, basically. Exactly. Just be yourself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yourself. <laughs> exactly. But but that's so hard because like, I I've said those things on stream before. Like when you know those people that just come into into chat and try to just be edgy or try to make mm. you say something that you shouldn't say. Like for example, the biggest topic was um when the whole harry potter game came out right oh, and yeah. then i decided to not play it on stream but there were still people coming in chat like trying to trigger you and trying mm -hmm. to be like oh yeah are you gonna play the game why are you not playing the game you know those those kind of things and and trying yeah. to make you make you say things that will that will get you into trouble and you're like i'm just sitting here i'm trying to be i'm trying to do the right thing mm whatever that might be right and then there's still people trying to somewhat fuck you over if you will trigger you like in yeah a exactly way. or yeah. make you say you can't things. make them all happen mm -mm. Exactly. and that's so hard yeah. this is so hard because you cannot like i'm i'm a people pleaser like I, i'm i'm gonna and be you honest cannot please everyone that is exactly that is and that's a tough thing to learn especially when you're like on social media right or a person of social media as well with streaming and everything so now, I, I i i'm fully with you on this i feel and, you on this. and now think about it, like we're all in our 30s right so we're mm. somewhat established and have our self-confidence and now let's imagine you live in in this moment and yeah. you're 16 years old as a teenager yeah <sighs> dude if i if if my 16 year old self would have to go through or live in this society right now oh my god if my six oh my god i would fuck up so bad i'm gonna be and honest also, and also social media plays a huge part about it right exactly that's um, what i mean on social media yeah 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 that is so so crazy to me like for example like i had this work work related stuff in the public health department um, mm -hmm. i'm the only trans person working mm -hmm. there and so um, the the uh, child child psychological department basically within us had a question about a um, 
I think she was 14, 14 year old girl that mm -hmm. that had problems in school and didn't go to school anymore because her her uh, teacher would would not call her by her chosen name. So they mm -hmm. asked me for advice about it because I'm the only trans person in the whole department. Yeah. So so they asked me about it and and um I, I had a conversation with that little girl and I, I found out that that she herself was I don't think she was per se trans, but she just wanted to not to to have the fe female name anymore. She wanted to be I think her her chosen name was something similar to Max or something. She no. wanted to be that. She wanted to be that and her teacher wouldn't call her that. She would she would always call her so she so she started to rebel a bit, you know, mm -hmm. and, and uh, but she was like, I think that that what defined me the most in a con uh, in a conversation was, but but social media told her that there's only one way, like to go the whole length or nothing, and I'm like, no, there's so much more in between nowadays mm. where you can be where you can be whatever the fuck you wanna be. Mm. And I exactly. think that's also a huge problem that social media is like, uh, so, so like, if you don't feel confident in your body, you're trans, but uh, mm. that's not true. Like mm. there's so much more in between, which, which has to like, where, where people have to sh shed a line on it. It gets more open, like every day people learn more, people educate themselves more. But like, there's not just one thing anymore. Like, there's yeah. no such such thing as you are transsexual when you don't want to be be Michelle anymore, for example. No. Like, you're not. You can be so much more nowadays. Mm. And, I, and I feel like, especially through social media as well, like, if you look through comments or questions or videos mm. or even just interviews where, like, let's say um like the mainstream media is interviewing uh, trans people for example like the questions and uh, like comments we don't have to Always talk about comments same. it's so intrusive like people are mm. like oh yeah there's a, a trans person we need to know everything we need to know what they have in their pants we need to know how far along they're in their transition uh, like you need to know like every single detail while when you're a cis gender person mm. nobody would ever ask you questions about your genitals for, for 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 example like just because you happen to be born in the wrong body and you have to already go through a transition like have to go the journey and then on yeah. top of that you have to endure fucking intrusive questions like especially also like in the whole gaming scene now as well right i can not imagine how hard that must be Feel like like you're you you feel like you're part in a community and then um out of a sudden uh you people find out that you're trans that you were not born a, a woman and then out of a sudden there's like all those questions coming up right that is that must be something that is so mm. hard and 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 rude and i don't know where our society takes the nerve to just ask those kind of questions like oh yes 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 and then it get in it gets like um so for example that kind of to go a little bit away again from the gaming community like mm -hmm. if i would be on a dating like tinder or something oh yeah mm -hmm. like the first question would also be like do you have boobs 
Like that is one of the most frequent que question I get asked. It's like, do you have boobs or do you have a penis? Though that is the the most asked questions, and I'm like, uh, well, sometimes I'm tired of explaining. Mm. Like, how, can I, I just ask explain. something in between? Sure. Like, um, how does your dating profile look like? Like, I ha I have no idea. Like, do do you like display in the profile? I display. Itself, I display that I'm a transgender okay. woman. Yes, I do. I, that. I'm 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 just wondering because that must be. That must be like annoying as well, like because like obviously oh, you yes. go through through the whole uh journey, you're a woman, and then I, like I understand it as well, like on on the opposite side, like you want to be honest, you want to know the people, um, to be you just want to be honest towards them, what they get mm. themselves into, right? But then again, having to label yourself again over and over and over again must be something that's like super annoying, right? Or... It is, and it, like for like, mm, I think what what is the most annoying part for me is explaining myself the whole time. Like some people would even ask me like, "Oh, so you were a boy before, or were you a girl before?" And I'm like, "Dude, do I look like I was a girl before, and I'm still looking like a girl, but I want to be a boy?" Like, mm. really? Like, mm. so so that like those kind of questions questions that are like uh, super super exhausting to to answer like or the the stuff about genitals like if i have boobs or if i have a penis though whatever that gets like exhausting and sometimes but mm. i also am the person that rather educates the person a hundred times more than just like lash out on somebody and be like oh yeah you're so disrespectful yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah um one question that I had because I know you know from our conversations that you're always brutally honest and I'm sure you have some funny stories um to end up this episode do you want to share like one or if you want multiple of your dating experiences that stood okay. out for you that you want to share so so I dated a guy once and um it, it was only one day but he was a teacher and you would think that those people are more educated and the whole time he was complaining about someone as me like we talked about money right about salaries about what, what we what we get and mm -hmm. i earned more than him mm -hmm. and he that, that was his like he he hung up to me oh no yeah getting more money than him basically and he was mm -hmm. like how can somebody like you earn more than him and I'm like, well, dude, I'm educated as well. I have two bachelors. Uh, <laughs> That's a great conversation like, to have on the first date. Like, <laughs> like, like sorry, think, but but, yeah, but what do you think? I, I like this exactly. Like, what do you think that, that like trans people do not go to school or something? Uh, like, they they're not educated at go all. To or school? Something? Yeah, <laughs> YK, I went to school. It's crazy. And um, so, yeah, and then what I did was um, I paid for, for the food we got and I Ooh. gave the, the, the waiter a 30 euro tip mm -hmm. because I can. And, and I made it so offended? that he saw it. No, oh, so I made it. I made it so that he saw it. His pee pee so shrank. That, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so that his pee pee shrank even more. And that, that was like. That was like such an odd date. I don't know, like, like why would somebody that like that's that to me is toxic masculinity. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That for me was the best example I can describe toxic uh, masculinity for. And then once I had a date with a guy that was that had a very that was raised very Christian, 
but like tried to bridge out of that. I think he was raised mm-hmm. very Christian, and like his 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 dad would would like um I dated him for for like it was you know we we saw each other like six times or something, and obviously mm-hmm. you have you have deep talk then already, and we we talked about about um his experiences and um. And I think for him, it was more an experience, uh, an experiment mm-hmm. of being mm-hmm. uh, together with someone trans to see in which direction he wants oh. to go further, you know. And I think, like for me, I think I have that a lot. Like I, I, I do. There, there's people that fetish fetishize, fetishize uh, exactly that fetishize as well, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, and I think shit. I do have that a lot because as we we talked about earlier about being passable, I think I do ooh, am kind of passable these days. Oh, of course. And um, and but again, they, I I knew you for I don't know how many years, and I didn't know. And that, exactly, and that's why why. Where, where like those those super straight dude come around and they're like, huh, I like women with a dick. Like, I get that a lot. Like, like uh, when oh, I ask Jesus. them, what do you like? And they're like, well, I like women with a dick. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's kind of odd, don't you think? And mm. you call yourself straight? That's not really, like, uh, not really. That's why I always ask people if they have experience with like the same sex, you know. If mm-hmm. I ever date a man, I, I I always ask them when the time is right. Like, do you ever had like sex with a man? Because, you know, it's it's uh, right now, it's nothing different. Like there's I'm not a um um a woman down there. I still have my penis and um. So, so, and then always there, there's always the question comes up, well, how do you have sex then? Like, do you never had like, I, never I wonder, like, oh. how does that how does work? Exactly. Like, I had that so <laughs> often happening. Like that, that they ask like, but, but, but how do you have sex? And like, in like a really serious ah, tone. And I'm oh like, well, have you never watched corn? Where like, uh... You drilled a hole, right? Because. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how but it works. Have, that is so that is so crazy. I mean, I mean that I mean that must that must be like, like like I I I mean dating in general nowadays is hard, right? Like it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard. And then on top of that, uh, being fetishized, fetish, fetish, fetish. That's a hard word. That's a hard word. Fetishized, 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 No, but like being. Then be like, like if you're just being tired or not just obviously this, I hope there's people that are actually interested in you as a person and not just because you're trans. But that must be super annoying if people target you for the fetish, right? Like, yeah. Oh my! I God. have that. I have that a lot, quite a lot, and and, and usually like. I mean, they want the people... bo- the best from both sides. Or what? What is exactly? There, they like... they do want the best from from both worlds, and um, yeah. which is so crazy to me to call yourself then a straight dude because in in my opinion, dead like like you you say for example you like women but also with a dick. 
like for me that doesn't mean you're straight and then we're again at the at the thing that that labels uh, do matter for for people and in that case it does matter for me too because i don't think you're necessarily a straight person if you like someone with a dick or you like like the the calm experience you know that oh, doesn't mean i don't know that's, that's actually that's actually it's, really it's a tough topic it's a tough topic i know but but for me that that is it is so odd that you cannot and and if you if you talk to those people and be like well but that does not necessarily very straight right you do know that and then they're very offended by that if you just like oh them, did you just did you just call me gay yeah or like or like bisexual is that, yeah, is that what exactly. you just called mm. me and i'm like no i'm not really calling you out on that i'm just making sure that you know where no, you what stand you, in yeah, your life yeah, yeah. like mm. you 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 said you you like women with the dick but then you you also say like oh but i can never be together with a man like huh. see that's that's so hard yeah, i mean because then like obviously as well like you you identify as a woman right so then I again do. it's like Ah oh, shit! That's 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 that's, that's tough. tough. I know, I know, I know. But but mm. I always like to. to I I get it. Exactly. But but like it's. I think it's really good that you also see it that way. You know what I mean? Because it, yeah, it's it. it fetishes are weird. Like fetishes are fetishes in general, and there is, in my opinion, there is sites for that as well, right? Like I don't go on a normal dating site if I I, I don't know. Uh, have my fetishes, and there is special pages yeah. for that as well so if you have some fetishes no matter if someone thinks they're fucked up or whatever it is pissing on people it doesn't really fucking matter did they're you just pages. fetish say fetish shame fetish there's sites for that right and normal dating sites are for getting to know people i know this is my illusion of <laughs> of dating pages like obviously 90% of the people just want to fuck on the, these pages as well but Mostly. then again yeah there's and that is fine as well if you say that and if you tell them hey I'm not interested in a relationship I just want to have fun uh whatever it is um but for things like that uh there's pages for this like in general just mm, for finding fine. finding people uh, no matter if it's you're a couple and you want to meet another couple, whatever fetish it is. Of course, but um, those people don't want to admit it, I guess, mostly to themselves, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's depending the on the person. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Mm. yeah. But, but yeah, then it, again, there's nothing shameful about it. If oh, no, you do no. like something mm -hmm. different, right? Mm. Because but you both need to just... Yeah. Exactly, we are, everyone is different, so so it doesn't matter what you like or what what yeah. fetishes you have. It's just that that I think like, um, and I do get those people that that say they they like uh women with a dick because so many people feel offended them you mm. by that, especially mm -hmm. trans people, you know, because they want to be seen as a woman. Yeah, of course, not I, with I the extra see. hanging on there. For me, it doesn't matter, you know, like, but, but I'm more on the topic than if you, are you, for me, it's always like that. Are you really sure you're straight then? Like mm. that is, that is the question for me. We, we, we talked about it earlier. That's the only question. I don't, I don't care about what, what preferences do you have? But mm. like, for me, it's then, then the part like, have you ever had something with a boy and you can like judge and like had that, like had that sexual experience because, uh, Anal sex is uh, tough for the first times. Mm. 
What would I want to? What, just, is, <laughs> what I wanted to ask, Steffi, have you dated women before? Because you're, you're bisexual, right? Yeah. Have you dated just, women before? I know she's not a real bi dating, woman. Dating, dating. I'm not <laughs> I'm a real kidding. bi woman. Uh, kidding, dating, sorry. dating. No. Um, I'm but just sexual, like in our friends' yes. circles. We are just like having fun when we go out and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But like but that. no, but no other further sexual experience with like women. No, just when I was younger, like the interesting, like when you have a girlfriend, right? And mm. you just start to explore yourself before or in puberty, things like that. Would you do it? Like, is that something you would ever consider though? Having sex with a woman? Yeah. Or, like, yeah at least trying then? Okay, okay. Yeah. Totally. And, and you, Julia, it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you you had that before, I, right? We were I have to say, yeah. yeah, like for the, me, the... I was I was very very uh, how do you say it, adventurous in my younger days. Like I was yeah. really, I, I was like, I feel like it sounds really fucked up. I'm sorry to say that, but I think till I was eighteen. <laughs> Like uh yeah, I think till till I was like eighteen, nineteen, I already tried everything that I wanted to try. Same. I always call myself a nun nowadays because back <laughs> when I was yeah, back when I was eighteen to twenty, I had sex at the most exotic places you can imagine. Mm. Like I had sex in a bus with people in it. Like crazy to me, like that. In thinking about it today, I would never, yeah, never yeah. again. But mm. but it's, it's something that happened, and like it, it's a part of my history. Like yeah, to, exactly. You know, like uh, having stuff done somewhere, somewhere dated, dated, married, um, men, men yeah. that are actually blackmailed. I was I was horrible. Oh, wow. okay. I was horrible. Yeah, I I, I blackmailed a, a guy once that was married. Uh, for for him to pay for my stuff. Oh wow! When I was eighteen, yeah, because uh, you know, you you figure like you figure yourself out. You make mistakes along the way. Obviously, yeah, of course, right? mm -hmm. of course. And then you 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 do some stuff and it catfish people. Obviously, like give like I think there is not one trans person, especially male to female, that never catfished anybody. Like if you if you give me one that never catfished, I'm I'm hundred percent sure you're lying. Because, <laughs> because there, there's no way you have never catfished a boy or a girl before, like, honestly. Mm. But, I mean, to be honest, who didn't catfish in general? Right. Who never, ever really, yeah. My yeah. space days Been or there, ever, done that. Um, well. Yeah. I mean, I, I can just talk about my, like, for, for me, it was, like, I was sexually active very early. Like, I had my mm. first boyfriend when I was 14. I have to say, I, I mean... I basically all of my experiences in relationships, like, mm -hmm. like all the things that I wanted to try. Like I had my first boyfriend when I was fourteen, and he mm. was back then I think one or two years older. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but like I was his first girlfriend. He was my first boyfriend. That kind of stuff. And then it was mm. like, like I, I mean, I mean, it was it, honestly it was the best case scenario. Like I could now never imagine being with him anymore. Mm. But at the time, it was a it was a good relationship like it was like oh yeah hey i saw this online can we try that and it was like basically we were together for two and a half years and this two and a half years like i i was i was then almost 17 and i was like yep know everything been there done that like you know like the thing, you're so, so 
like we've been we talked about this and now my uh, granny multiple times already i think with the it was the complete opposite for me because i feel like my friend group and where i like in the friend group i grew up back then it was more like guy and girl relationships and there were barely the topics like they were barely even talked about right like girls were making out when they were drunk and like uh passing around the ice cubes, ice cubes. Like that. Mm. but it was always just yeah we're drunk and we're doing this and it was never really like a thing to say like yeah but i like this girl mm. and i was and for me it was also like i've been i always had some women in my life where i felt like i was drawn to them but i never realized that it was because i was like attracted to them like mm. in, a, in a sexual way or a romantic way and I never really thought of that either because it was never a thing in my friends groups and only mm. later on when I like especially moved to Graz then and got to know all my gay friends around me I just realized okay yeah that's like what you like was. who you like you know mm. or you do what you do or want to do with who you see that's so do funny it. that's that, for me that's mm. so that's, that's the exact opposite because for me for example I really like to like when I watch porn for example like i really like to watch that when there's like multiple people involved mm -hmm. and doesn't matter if it's mm -hmm. like men and men girl and girl girl men mixed whatever mm -hmm. i don't i don't give a fuck like i really like when there's a lot of people and for me it was always like i can say that there there's so many sexy women and like i like looking at it so i was mm -hmm. like in the beginning when i was younger i was i was always like oh yeah i'm interested in both Right, mm -hmm. like I'm, 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 I, I don't, I don't really care, whatever it is. And then I tried it for myself multiple times with women, and it's it, for me, it's just not full. Like it, it's not the mm -hmm. same for me as when I have sex with a man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but then I, I dated a, a woman too for mm -hmm. a while, and uh, it was just not my cup of tea. I, I, I liked her very much, but it was just not my thing. Oh, same same for me like yeah. i i can i can appreciate the way they look like it it, it is how do i say it? like it just doesn't give me the same sensation or it doesn't give me the mm. same arousal that i have when i'm with a man that I that's just that's just feeling. that's just how it is like you like i know for example if i would be in a relationship with a woman it would it would be on many levels like easier if you maybe maybe not no actually it would be not easier because i would, be would it be all the time. no probably not <laughs> i think i actually know um but like i can i can see how it would happen alarm, alarm. they come for steffi again um mm -hmm. so i can i can definitely see how that would be sorry a nice thing to have but for me there's always something missing so for mm. me it was like even though i always wanted it to be that i'm open to everything i just i can just say then again like maybe it was never the, the right girl for me that i tried but it with right but you can say you tried you oh, know, yeah. there's oh, yeah. so many people that like doesn't even try and say that oh yeah it's not for me. like at least try it mm. so you know that you don't don't like it but and what but, like, you like yeah exactly or what you like because there's so many people like as i said i, I died and married guys and they, they were there in the closet their whole life because they never really did mm. the, try things out mm. and now they're like what mid-30s and um trapped in a unhappy iron grinder the whole day because they mm. want to suck dick sorry but mm, yeah, uh, yeah, right? yeah. Mm. 
Just and then because... your poor woman at home doesn't know about it. That's that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I, I blackmailed that guy, by the way, because I didn't know he was married. Like, and and I saw him in in the city then with his wife oh, and his two kids, and I was like, "Well, God. you could have told me." And now mm-hmm. I get my advantage out of this. Mm, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, again, like obviously, like you learn your lesson. Blackmailing is obviously nothing. Exactly, you it's nothing you should do. You mm. you shouldn't be doing that, kid. Yeah, don't, of don't, don't do that. Um, but yeah, like I I do get that, and and like I'm I'm happy that I did or that I had all those experiences when I was younger because like mm. I think if I would have not and I would be now in my in my mid thirties or something and would be like always having this question in the back of my mind. So but if mm. what if maybe, you know? What and then I... you're in a committed relationship and then maybe this 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 uh thoughts in the back of your head are coming up over and over again. And then you're like, hmm, yeah, but now I'm in that relationship and I can explore that anymore. So I'm happy that I that I had that and I feel bad for people Exactly, that, that don't. Yeah, That's why I yeah, always exactly. encourage also my, my friends. Like, I would say I have like two friend circles. One is very, very conservative and very prude, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. sucking dick. Oh my God, please no. What? You and, put a penis yeah, in your Oh mouth? my God. I, I actually have a friend that thinks about this this way. Like, she would never, she never, yeah, blowjob her, her partner. Poor and, guy. Uh, Anyway, I, I, I always encourage them, like, try it out. If you don't try it out, how do you know you're not liking mm. it? You know, like, you have it in your vagina. You have that penis in your vagina. Why not in your mouth? It's like just a different hole. It's like the same mm. body, just a different hole, you know? And there's so like, many different ways you can approach whatever it is, you know? Like, exactly. it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's oral. Like, there's, like, a million different ways you can just start give... with a hand job, maybe, you know, like yeah. start yeah, with that and it. then slowly bringing your tongue. Like I always try to encourage and I and I give them tips, even like friends mm-hmm. of mine. But then again, I always feel like like um, especially in our age nowadays, like people that are younger, like uh, us, they do know more because they had they had more resources growing up. Right. Like, yeah, we 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 were born in, into a time where, where internet was just coming out, you know, and mm, you could search mm. for things. But but those now, kids had to now try it out. I just like so open about tutorials. everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's the thing. There's like I, I just learned that recently from chat. I didn't know that yet. But like there's literally from like all the porn websites, for example, they have mm-hmm. like TikTok kinda versions. So oh yeah, short, those shorts. Short I saw porn that. Videos? Like how to to wash your asshole, for example, for anal. That's so exactly. crazy to me. Back then, that wasn't the case. Like exactly. Well, like th- that's the, like I didn't know you about had to it. Fail over and over I w- again. I was exactly. literally. I was it was talking... trying and error. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it was. It was. So, it still is. Yeah, exactly. Those kind of things, like short form content. Like not only mm. can you watch like your your normal porn and short versions now, which can be really handy sometimes, but you can literally search every kind of tutorial and you get a can get a 30 second video on how yeah. to give a better blowjob or I don't know, get yourself a freaking uh, your, your asshole prepped for anal or whatever it is. Yeah. Imagine we we would have that kind of research. I was afraid like, we, to we put don't... that into my browser back in the day. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I was like, if what if my mom would go to the to the family PC and 
because back then if you would <laughs> click into the google bar it would like drop down and you would see like the last searches i don't know if oh, you remember yes, that, yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. so then i would do this <laughs> and i would like google mm -hmm. afterwards <laughs> like i don't know random, oh. random yeah I'm a full-on coomer yeah but but i i, I grew up like um by, by trial and error and i'm and i'm happy for for the people today that have those resources yeah, available for sure. like that, that that can google about about especially trans people about oh yeah about where to start there are lists everywhere now where you can get help uh for like free agencies and and all of that uh stuff that 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 help you for free because uh no I, I wish I, I had that kind of yeah. support back then. You know, even with the change of um um now we get this new um law taken. Um I think it's called hey, let me I always uh Selbstbestimmungsgesetz in Germany, which mm -hmm. basically allows decision you law. Mm. Uh, allows you to change your um passport name and your your gender in your passport ah. without without having to go to um without filing a lawsuit without no, filing a lawsuit because I didn't know that's, that. wow. that's what i had to do right that's what i had to do i had to, had to, to do file a lawsuit? lawsuit yeah i had to file a lawsuit against um, the state yeah basically against the state they like misgendered I had... you or what is the no 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 no. basically when you wanna 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 change your passport and and every official documents you go to the um uh yeah, courthouse. Public, yeah, courthouse. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. basically file a lawsuit that you want to have that changed in your official documents and oh, wow. you have to pay for everything and then they want you to get two um gutachten. Yeah, from basically, like a therapist you need the yeah, confirmation. From, and mm. and sometimes even you cannot use your own therapist you already have. You have to get a random a one. They give one. you a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something mm -hmm. like this. And like it was so humiliating back then to like that 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 old judge, he was very friendly, right? He was the but still you have to you have to open up to a very, very in a very weird space to a very unknown person to you. You have to to break down your your uh, trends uh, CV basically. You have to mm -hmm. when that started, when you when you take hormones and all of that shit. And the, the, it was for me. It was a very humiliating, and I'm so happy that this is gonna. Of course, it puts you through changed. the whole trauma again and again and again. Exactly, and then like, like for me, it, I never had trauma with it. With, yeah, with yeah. That, but but like I can feel how humiliating and degrading it it is for other trans people that are not as stable. I would say as I was growing up, or as I am mm. still. And I I think that 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 we we get this law changed is a very very needed. Mm. Didn't even know that that that's that that's happening. I just saw that in Austria, you can. I learned it through through Sasunita that you can actually change your last name when you're getting married. Oh, really? Like mm -hmm. you can either make a new last name, like you can either you know take the name from your partner. You can combine your two mm. last names to like a complete new one, or that's you can so cool. make up your own. So yeah. you could be like I don't know Steffi Skywalker or whatever. Or your own line. Yeah. Yeah, that like you so cool. literally can mm. make up. Like I remember, um, I had I have a friend that um his second name is kind of like a Künstlername, like mm. um I can't say the name now because then people are gonna know who I'm talking about. Yeah, and I don't know if he wants that. So basically, his second name was like a kind of like a cool American, not really like a typical name name, but like something mm. that sounded cool, right? And 
his parents wanted him to have that as a second name so like his first name then the, the made up name and then the last name mm-hmm. and our uh government place whatever was like no that's not a real name you had to bring proof that that name existed in some Crazy. kind of like form in like a book mm. or like a movie and like not just one but multiple ones and i think um nowadays you can i think it doesn't matter like if i would want to call my uh child i don't know heimerdinger i could probably you know what i mean like mm. i i think it depends but also like i never have problems with my with my uh, i'm very open about those things right my my male mm-hmm. name was basically the male version of my name now like i'm john right and mm-hmm. it was john oh i didn't know yeah. I, actually, I didn't yeah, even know was, you're because uh-huh. all of my all of my brothers have french names mm-hmm. and everyone starts with a with a, a j we mm-hmm. have Drew, we oh. have jerome we have joel and then we have me with john and now i'm the female version of it because john. i yeah john because oh, i I, I think that was uh, the, the that was the right choice to make you know yeah like, yeah not getting a complete new name and i think just that name feel fits right perfectly you, right? exactly and it felt right for me to, Did I to show use you? that name I think I showed you when I was playing World of Warcraft that my old World of Warcraft uh, yeah, yeah, characters yeah. were called Jan. <laughs> <Well, yeah. laughs> I really liked the Shandark, the the anime back then. Oh, mm. with what, what, what was his name? Chiaki. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, I was like, oh, Shandark, that's such a nice. Like I didn't know the history; yeah. I just knew the anime. <laughs> when i was a child i was like oh yeah f- forget about that french revolution kind of stuff like i don't care about it. but the anime was was great right um mm-hmm. and so i called like a lot of my world of warcraft characters they were called jen then yeah so so, so that that's big fan of the name a lot of like i also never had that um that's why i have one of my tattoos it's called always and forever and i'm always thinking about making like uh, getting another tattoo down uh, about uh below it with my with my female name and my, my name, male name like oh. many trans people have that that, that that some sort of disconnection with their with their male name and for me it was always without john uh, or john john would have never existed like yeah. that is my personal opinion about it because i never had a really negative way of seeing my 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 male self mm. um but but i know for a fact that so many other trans people have that and and um so so i am very different in that kind of regards from 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 the trans community because because i know that so many people have problems accepting that that or like for 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 them it's like watching deleting that person that existed and i don't uh, yeah exactly i saw and, and... i saw a lot of people calling it their dead or their name their old name is dead or their, their dead yeah, name, their dead name yeah mm. or, or like uh, the, for example, I had a I had a talk about this with with a friend of mine uh, with Alice who, who I talked about before, um mm-hmm. and and she she her opinion about it she basically erased her male self and all of her memories now she has it as a child are filled as Alice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like like all the memories she filled with her female self now and not with her male self and that is also very interesting to me because whenever i think about my my past and um my 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 stuff that that i remember i always see it as a third person 
like I see my 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 as if I was watching over my memories mm-hmm. as a boy. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I see them as a third person. You know, like this little boy right there, and I'm watching watching him as as John. I'm watching John as John. In my memories, that that's my personal, you know, Aww. my personal that's feeling beautiful. towards my male self. That's really beautiful. And I think that's like also like obviously everybody needs to have their own way of looking at it, and there's no right and wrong. But I think it's a really beautiful way to look at it. Yeah, I I think so too. I think and and everyone and here's the thing: like there's no no as you say a general sense of of how you 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 see your past self. And I think everyone, if you want to erase it, fine. That, that's up, uh, up to you. If you had bad memories that you want to erase, that's totally fine. Everyone works things differently, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and that's totally fine like this. But also, but then again, it brings us to the to the fight happening within the LGBTQ or trans community. Like so many people have such strong opinions about their own opinion, you know, that that for for other people it's so wrong to do that as a trans person mm. when when you do it differently you know and i think we should just uplift each other mm. like regardless of when i think that's that that come comes out um as as i said earlier too for me like i had to learn for me like when i when i look at myself i had to learn the the last recent years that i will never be fully the the woman I uh, th- we see on the commercial, but I can be only as authentically a woman myself if I like myself, and I think that is the most important part. Like, love yourself. Yeah. And then you can can like bloom into everything you want to be. Oh, uh, very beautifully said, and I think that was also a good note to end on, if I want to say so. Sure. Very, very, very nicely because i think we could sit here and talk like another two hours or listen to you for Probably, another two yeah. hours <laughs> thank you so much for being part of this podcast I drew you, i really hope that we can have you on here soon again i really enjoyed it um Maybe. again a quick reminder to the people that actually stuck around and listened to the super long episode um <laughs> again we said it at the beginning in our description box you can find our uh What's called the anonymous telonym? Telonym, exactly. Our telonym link. Thank you, Steffi. Um, where you can submit anonymous questions. So if you have any questions towards the topic of today, towards uh, Jean or any of us, feel free to submit them. We're going to look through them. And if we get a nice catalog of questions together, um, or obviously if you're comfortable in um, asking those questions in the comments with your account public you can do that as well and um, whatever uh, you prefer leave the comments and uh, then we're probably going to see drew again on the podcast um i really appreciated having you here and taking the time i really really enjoyed it and um yeah guys thank you so much steffi is there anything you want to add subscribe guys follow us oh yeah Thank also, you. I don't know, Drew. You wanna you wanna shout out? Oh yeah, true. Uh, also, we on a, we're gonna if you put wanna, all these socials. So we're gonna put all your socials in the in the I info box if you want them. The only social I have is Instagram. Okay. That is, or Twitter. That are the only things I have. If you want, we can just put them in the info box. Sure, put you. it down. Perfect. We're gonna put it down there. You can find Drew. Be nice to her. Otherwise, I'm gonna get you. Okay. Um. So thank you so much for listening. We we'll see you again next week on uh, monday so thank you so much for listening have a beautiful rest of your day bye peace